hey, back here in the Ohio, when uh, Craig, you and I like The Office, and my goodness, um, there's all these tell-all books coming out about The Office. There's tell-all podcasts, and uh, there was one um, article that kind of mentioned something fascinating. Uh, remember, Craig, what was it, a couple months ago we talked about a story talking about how Pam or, or Jenna Fisher was hired to be on Manful Plant to be married to uh, Matt LeBlanc, the right. old Joey from Friends. And they nixed that because it said, oh, it's going to be weird having um, you know, <laughs> Pam married to Joey. You know, Right. I, I thought it would be fantastic. I, I love Manful Plant. I would have yeah. watched every show. Craig, we were even podcasting at the time. I would have called you a couple years ago and said, Craig, let's start this podcast network just to talk about Pam yeah. and Joey and Manful Plan. It'd be great. Well, there was another story that came out that I thought was fascinating. Um, remember, I think it was the final season. Uh, they were kind of playing around with Jim and Pam's relationship. Um, you know, Pam, Aunt Jim started screaming at Pam one night at the end of the episode. The episode ends with Pam crying. I mean, this love relationship just did not go well. And they were extending the issue. Uh, there was an article saying show producers wanted Jim to make out with another woman. What about that, Craig? But, you know, they stepped in and said, nope, we're not doing this. What do you think about the report? Is it embellished or is this real? I, th- I think there's a little glitch on Craig's end. So I, I want to give a little bit more information about what's happening. Um, yeah, they want Jim to make out with another girl. And I think they introduced a woman on the last season of The Office that ended up uh, um, kind of interested in Pam. I'm not in Pam, um, Jim. And I think Jim ended up rebuffing her. I wonder if. That was going to be Jim's love interest. Um, I don't know. It's real, real. It's kind of interesting. I, I'm not sure if um, it really was a good direction of going. I mean, The Office was more of a fun show. And it kind of depressed me. At the end, they're all yelling at each other and everything. It was rough. And I, I think The Office producers were trying to do something uh, different with the show. I thought uh, maybe that was their idea of doing something fun interesting but it didn't happen and thank goodness it didn't happen i don't know i mean we, we went out on a depressing note um craig we were talking about jim and pam yeah man that last, last season was kind of depressing man in some ways i uh, remember well, they brought in this girl that kind of had a thing for jim during the last season i'm wondering if that's the girl they were trying to tend to be making out of Jim, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I, I think, you know, part of the show's allure was that you kept watching every week to see if Jim and Pam were going to get together. Um, and for what, almost four, four full seasons, they, they weren't, you know, it was on again, off again kind of thing. And I think once they got together and then you kind of realize, okay, well, this show is going to be around for another how many more years? You got to kind of maybe think about ways to, to create some drama or some rooting interest or whatever it may be when it comes to 
Will they will they stay together? Will they live happily ever after? I don't know that they needed to introduce anything remotely close to a in a fair storyline. I don't think either character ever really came across as being that way. Um, and I, I think it was probably better just to go in the directions they did where maybe they were both working in different places and not, you know, being around each other all the time and stuff like that. I think it was it was better served that way to create some tension or issues between the two. Um, but the affair angle, I think it would have been a real a real miss for that series had they gone through with it. It kind of rubbed me a little bit. And I say this to be kidding. We like Joe Castle, and we like joking around with him. Uh, but, you know, I was joking about Good Mythical Morning. You know, the episode we watched of it, it was, like, rated probably pre-G, you know, for most of the episode. Right. And they had, like, a weird joke, which, again, PG-13 at the worst. I'm not going to sit there and call it out for being evil or anything. But, you know, they had a kind of joke about their brothers are nursing together on a woman's, you know, chest or whatever else the case might be. Right. But, you know, to me, if the office did that, that'd be like good mythical morning, you know, Jim and Pam, they're yeah. la, 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 la. And one day Jim wakes up and says, make out with another girl. I mean, it would be way too, it will be going from zero to 60 really, really, really fast. Like, right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never it, had an it, issue. I've never really had an issue with how, you know, if if somebody you know whether it's a show or a movie it's really about earning earning your character's motivation so if if there had been seeds planted maybe throughout the series that maybe jim or, or pam would be unfaithful then i could understand like okay that's the natural progression but the two characters were just so wholesome with each other that I would not have been able, more so than just not liking the fact that your favorite couple is maybe breaking up in the, you know, whatever. It, it just would have been, did, did it make sense? Did what happened on screen make sense or not make sense? And if it didn't make sense, then that's when it's going to be jarring. And it especially, I think, would have been jarring had it had it happened on The Office. I just think you know, and I, I understand John Krasinski coming into the defense and saying, no, we can't do this. The fan base is just going to go crazy, which they probably would have. And I think the ratings would have tailspinned and the, and the series would have had a really big black eye for a long time because of that. So I think there were other there are other ways where you could have easily created tension and drama if that's the, the thing you were going for. And I think they were, they made the right decision. But, you know, when you're, when you're comfortable in your own skin and sometimes people wonder, like, how can we make this show eye-catching and appealing and maybe take this show to the next level, ideas like that are not uncommon for shows and, and people like that to, to just try to throw out there to see, hey, maybe we could do something like this. It's not uncommon as strange as, as it might have been for the office to, to bandy that idea around. Well, Craig, I got a peanut gallery. Let me see if I can get a phone from the peanut gallery. Hey, can I get your phone and stuff real quick? Um, we're talking about the office. And um, they had a storyline that they nixed the last 
season of the show where Jim will be making out with another woman. Uh, you and I watched The Office together. Would you have been pro that storyline or been weird? Hey, we can't hear you. Yeah, yeah. all right. She she does know. I think we shocked her with that um, question. So, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. And, well, I, mean, I guess. I mean, let's break it down here. Where did the office? I mean, I mean, yeah. The office tried to make some serious points from time to time, but dude, it's a comedy show. I, I mean, if you really want Jim and Pam to break up. I mean, you know, Jim starts dating Meredith or, you know, Angela or something. I mean, you know, and and then make it more for the Yahtzee thing. I mean, you know, just bring in some yeah. other attractive young woman there. And, you know, no, it wasn't do. I mean, we're trying to go from, like, the office to This Is Us, which, you know, nothing against This Is Us, but, like, just, yeah. it, just a really it, weird it it, it would not have been a good fit for that show. Again, I can understand why it might have been something they threw out there because, you know, maybe they just want to – because everybody got comfortable, I think, after a while. The, the discomfort was not knowing when they were going to get together when they because everybody knew they were destined to be together. And, and then maybe sometimes you want to be creative as a writer or a showrunner and say, well, how about we break them up, or how about we test their test their limits? And I think that's always something you throw out in the writer's room, or you know, as a showrunner, you're probably thinking. But it just would not have made any sense in in that show. I don't know that it would make a whole lot of sense in very many shows because you know you create these these characters as wholesome. And as family men and family women, so for them to have affairs, it would probably be very jarring for everybody involved. I like to post Steve. I like Steve Carell. I like to post Steve Carell office, but I don't know. The more I look back into it, I, I don't know. I think the office kind of struggled to find its footing. I mean, Ed Helms, I liked him as a boss. I liked Rain Wilson as a boss. Made me laugh, but probably. You know, to the most of America, you know, Steve Crow is the guy. Um, right. Yeah. You know, speaking of the office, um, a couple weeks ago we talked about the uh, um, ghost with um, uh, Joe Castle, and right. I, you know, I don't think Ghost is quite there to the office yet. I've kind of went for a couple of the other episodes. Good stuff. I'm not hating on it, but I, I think I was a little. Well, bit I think too, it's been renewed. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. got potential. I mean, yeah. It's like Seinfeld. We talked about the first season of Seinfeld. It didn't get to be Seinfeld until second or third year. But I don't right. know. I I think, you know, I was really trying to compare it to The Office when we first talked. That was probably a little... <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's hard to beat a show like The Office when you're talking about half-hour sitcoms. I mean, you really you really got to strike lightning in a bottle to, to find that success. And I don't, it's, it's not nothing against ghosts. Cause we both liked the show and I liked it and I will watch more of it, but it's one of those shows that it's really going to have to get some legs to get to that office level. So not that it can't at some point um, because there is some good potential there, but you know, it's, it's not easy to find like the next office, whether you're, 
ghosts or any other you know half hour sitcom well you're not gonna like this and you know fortunately we don't have time to get too deep in the woods in this but you know, you're not going like to comparison but it's really not a diss to the ghost i mean i can't compare it to ted lasso i mean it's an enjoyable watch i yeah. like the fact i'm watching but I'm not going to rush to Twitter or Facebook and say, oh, my gosh, I just watched Ghosts. Or, well, we kind of did when we did the podcast. So I get that. But I don't know. Right. I, I'm not rushing to, you know, scream my love for Ghosts. Right. Not tough. So, all right. Well, hey, I've had me a day, uh, Craig. Lots of podcasting, lots yeah. of other meetings. And I was off today. Tomorrow, Craig. I mean, you know, we're, we're living the Gannett lifestyle. Lots of meetings, so yeah. Uh, I better go to bed. We'll be ready for another day of fun and just all of the good stuff. Um, Absolutely, Craig. Anything you want to promo before we? we get, no, no. I mean, we got some great stuff. Uh, holiday movie season is upon us, and uh, George Thomas will be uh, with me to talk about House of Gucci and Encanto. Bob Garber going to talk about King Richard and Ghostbusters Afterlife. So um, I'll ask him about Paul Rudd's uh, Sexiest Man Alive uh, vote just for you. But, uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff coming up here this week. I'll have to make a guest appearance uh, y'all about that. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there was a Paul Rudd thing I wanted to ask, but I can't remember now. But, um, yeah, and, you know, hey, we're still doing what we're doing um as you know craig is moving he's going from yep. fremont to tennessee but hey god bless the internet i mean you know 10 years ago craig would probably have to be in person to do a podcast yeah but hey yeah you know, as long as you have a wi-fi connection we're good and last time craig checked wi-fi services Clarksville. so yep. um, yeah yeah you know, craig's gonna be sick around uh but i mentioned yep. that to say hey we're always on the lookout I mean, Craig, I'm thankful for all that you do. I'm thankful for, I mean, my goodness, if we count what, Joe Castle, Joe Frost, Paul Yanchek, uh, Laura, Laura Castle, um, you know, Denny and Megan are regularly doing stuff with us now. I mean, we got, what, eight to ten people. Everybody's yeah. doing something. And, you know, Craig and I are doing more, but that's fine. I mean, you know, every, you know people contributing stuff. Very thankful everyone who does that. And uh, thankful for the stuff they get out of it. Oh, and you mentioned George Thomas and Bob Garvin. There's our camera right there. So, you know, we're very thankful. And hey, anybody else wants to get on this boat? I mean, Craig and I aren't slowing down. But if you want to get on this boat and contribute stuff, let us know. Uh, we're very interested in pop culture now. Uh, we like some Ohio talk. I only hear any Jim Jordan talk or who's the other guy we don't want to talk about. Oh, Josh Mandel. We're not. We're not going to be talking your off about politics, but if you got a high idea, share with us. Yeah, let us know. Uh, we'd love to get you in. Uh, it'll be fun. Lots of fun stuff. And, you know, again, we're all into silly stories and pop culture. If you want to do something about that, you're in. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. So, yeah, just go home with me. I, I love to talk to some more people. Uh, Craig, we're going to make pop, uh, podcasters stars of the world. We're kind of like a. Uh, we're kind of like. So what Simon Cowell podcasters? We're, we're going to get one <laughs> up and ready to go. So yeah, should be good. So yeah, check out. And one of the people, and again, 
and this isn't somebody we developed. She's already syndicated. Uh, Dustin Tornero. Um, I've always liked Christian rock music. Uh, Dustin does a weekly syndicate show. Uh, he's he's already out there, and we're going to get to run a version of his show. I believe the first one set up for December 1st, and you get to hear him on, December, on Wednesdays, and he'll tell you the latest. I mean, yeah, he's all geared up and ready to go, and, and uh, we're looking forward to hearing from him, and like I said, we're always going to look for new content, so let us know if you're interested in joining us. All right, Craig, I'm, I'm seeing the finish line. I'm going to run. I'm diving for right now. Yeah. For Craig, this is thanks for checking out the Highland. Have a great night, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We're hoping to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.